Hi, everybody. Welcome to Honey Butter Ramblings, a coming-of-age lifestyle podcast brought to you by Bailey and Anne. Join us weekly for ramblings on professional development, life, adventures, and more. Okay, so as you guys probably know, Anne is actually out for the entire month of June. She is living it up in Vietnam, having a great time. Um, But that means for the rest of us who are stuck here in America, we are going to continue on without her for the month of June. But we are doing great because we actually have an awesome sub in. Um, We have the lovely Jennifer Sherwood here with us here today. Um, She is my other best friend and she is fantastic. Um, And I'll let you learn a little bit more about her. But today's podcast is going to be all about transitioning from college to career and kind of navigating that whole lifestyle path since Jenny is a recent May graduate. So Jenny, welcome. We are so excited to have you today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, So tell us a little bit about you, like what you graduated in, what are your interests, um, what did you do in college, and like what are you kind of doing now? Sounds good. So this sounds probably like everything I've been talking to recruiters and everything with for the past few days, so I might have this one down pat. Um, hi guys. <laughs> Elevator <laughs> you know, pitch. Yeah, a little bit, pretty much. Um, but yeah, my name is Jenny Sherwood. I am a recent graduate, so weird saying, they're not saying, oh, I'm a senior at CU Boulder. Um, I'm a recent graduate of CU Boulder. I actually graduated a few weeks ago um, with a major in, or two majors actually, in communication and then strategic communication, so public relations. Um, I know those sound essentially like the same major, but I promise they were actually different. They're you know, I did, I did two majors. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I like, it's one of those things where I get asked like, Oh, what did you do in your free time? Like, what were your interests? And for me, it's like, okay, well, when I wasn't doing homework or when I wasn't doing (laughs) the stuff that was like school involved, um, I don't know. I'm a big sharks fan, which sucks. Um, are they not doing well this season? Oh no, they got kicked out of the playoffs. Oh no, that's a pity. Did they Um, make it pretty far or no? Yeah, they actually got further than I was expecting them to. They always kind of choke and then we all get worried but they actually lost to the blues who are now in the stanley cup playoffs um nice. but right now i'm a resident bruins fan as i now live in massachusetts um and so yeah so those are i don't know my interests i guess like sports i'm a big car fan i am also a large proponent of happy hour um <laughs> that's that one is one of my favorite things to do that's the one you um, gotta lead with for the job interviews yeah pretty much that's that's exactly <laughs> what i'm gonna sell myself hi i'm actually a big fan of uh professional happy hours um, and kind of going with that um, so yeah when I did in college I again was doing all the school stuff I at one point was a peer career advisor with our career services office alongside Bailey um, before she so rudely left me um, <laughs> and I was also the president of the public relations student society of America so our or CU Boulder's chapter for that um, I was briefly or I was in an honor fraternity which was super cool um, definitely not like the whole hashtag frat life kind of thing, but still very fun. Um, and yeah, what I'm doing now, still I the frat graduated. Yeah, trying to do my, doing my best. Um, but yeah, I am actually just kind of settling back in. I'm trying to. I just did a cross country move from California to, or I guess Colorado. I don't know. One of those um, from those places to Massachusetts, which is very different. Um, but so far, I really like it different. a lot. Yeah, what has been the best different. thing about Massachusetts? Like, is it, I mean, the people, I, the places? I don't know. I mean, it's really just beautiful out here. It's definitely a different kind of beautiful than what California is in terms of, you know, California is very much like 
palm trees and I don't know at least for like I lived it was a lot of palm trees it was I mean it's really pretty it's a very different kind of heat so out here it's just sticky um which is something I'll have to get Ew. used to my hair does not love the humidity I look like a poodle that's not great Same. but you know we're still we're working with it we're adjusting um and yeah just kind of living the new grad life my parents um were so graciously offered me my room um no rent which are two of my favorite words um <laughs> until I sort of hit the other than happy hour <laughs> yeah exactly oh yeah close second very close second <laughs> Um, but yeah, just sort of getting adjusted to that, figuring out what I'm going to do with everything now that I don't have school as my job, um, and sort of going from there. Awesome. So now that you're graduated and you're officially in the adult world, um, what did you think life would be like after college and has it been what you expected? Um, I mean, I think it's very different. I mean, I obviously like a lot, like probably a lot of other people who graduated, they kind of sort of expected to have that job like immediately coming out of college. And so mm -hmm. I didn't end up getting that, but I'm in the process of um, interviewing a few places right now. So I'm pretty excited about that. But I think it's just very different. Um, I don't know. I think, I mean, I knew at one point, like, okay, you're going to be coming home. You're going to be just like searching for jobs and sort of trying to adjust with that. Um, and so I haven't necessarily dipped my foot. Like I've obviously interviewed and stuff, but it's very different than like, jumping straight into the adult world mm -hmm. where you're saying okay like you have a job here's your nine to five every day and I mean I had no problem with that I'd done internships um in corporate environments where it's essentially that too um but just sort of getting used to that and figuring that out has been really interesting for me I don't know if it's technically what I expected because mm -hmm. I don't really think that I expected anything I was just sort of you know see how everything goes don't sit there and like kill yourself trying to find jobs or kill yourself trying to like make these every single one of these things happen because not everyone has this every other kid in the country is going through the same sort of um adjustment period as well mm -hmm. when they graduate you know so it's more just adjusting to like not being in my college town and not having my friends super close to me oh um, we miss you here I miss, I you, miss you here oh. <laughs> I miss you guys too it's been it's been really interesting sort of figuring that out but overall I mean I I like it it's nice what were you most excited for? Um, I think just after graduation. Yeah. Um, I, to be fair, honestly, I was really just excited to graduate and sort of get <laughs> that done. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that it's really important to sort of look back and like appreciate like what college gave me and the experiences, the people I met, um, whatever it may be. But like, I think I was really just excited to sort of say, okay, like check that one off the list. We're good. Um, and, you know, not tripping across the stage was very exciting for me um goals but yeah you know it's one of those things but um yeah I think that I've just been excited to sort of move past that and say okay now that I'm no longer in college like what what do I get to do what sort of field do I get to jump into what's sort of the next adventure and then on the opposite side of that what's been the hardest part of transitioning from college kid to real adult like what's been like the thing that you're like dang this sucks I, honestly, for me right now, I'm in one of those vibes. I um, am very much focused on like, not focused on, I think that's kind of a funky way to put it, but just like I thrive when other people are around. And I mean, don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. I love my family so, so, so much, but <laughs> it's very different not having like my friends to be able to like text me like, hey, like, do you mm -hmm. want to go do this? Do you want to go to the creek? Do you want to go X, Y, and Z? And so not having people around me has been a very different sort of adjustment period because I no longer I have that. that routine of like, 
okay, like my friends are all doing their stuff. And I mean, again, I'm, I know I'm not the only person going through this. My little sister's going through the same thing. Um, I mean, she, her, I mean, she's a freshman in college or I guess could it be a sophomore, but like for her, it's the same kind of thing where all of her friends are back in California and all of mine are back in Colorado. And so it's different time zones, which is hard to adjust to having mm-hmm. people be two hours behind. Um, just sort of everything. I think that sort of that lack of like having your, your tribe around you still is very different for me. And I don't think that people like no one ever talks about that. Like they always talk yeah. about like the finding a job and mm-hmm. the having all your free time and like, you know, doing all that shit. But no one ever talks about how being an adult can be like super lonely. And like, there's not, I mean, I guess like once you have kids, you know, you can be friends with like their parents or like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can be friends with like your coworkers, but otherwise it is, it's super hard. Yeah. And I think that coworker like friendships are also that totally banks on you working in a field in a position in a location wherever it is even in a company that has people that are your age that yeah are like you want to do the same things like even though I did like internships at like tech companies like a lot of those people are very different or like they focus on different stuff and like don't want to go hang out and go do stuff or like at least in my personal experience like it's a very different thing where you're realizing like oh like I don't have that. And again, like you said, everyone's all focused on, you know, here's the X, Y, and Z to check off. Here's all the things you need to check off to like get your pass for adulthood. But no one like realizes like, oh, it totally sucks leaving everyone behind. It does. Especially because like in college, you're like, you're around people 24 seven, like, Mm -hmm. and those people are going through the same struggles and, you know, you get to do everything together and then you know like I mean Jenny you and I would see each other like every day we, oh, I mean, we even lived together yeah. for a year like every single class every both did the same job we were both in the same clubs like mm-hmm. and then you go you know from seeing someone 24 7 to living across the country and it's just it's so different and yeah I mean every, you're right everyone's going through that but it's still just like no one I think really prepares you for how to like just to be alone and to and to thrive alone and I think that's like especially for extroverts like that's super difficult yeah and I think that it's one of those things where I mean I'm a big proponent and just have always kind of said this where like you need to be like if you're not comfortable with yourself like if you can't sit in silence with yourself and be comfortable with yourself like mm-hmm. how are you supposed to present your best self to others mm-hmm. um and that sort of made me realize like I've had a lot of time to just sit by myself um, <laughs> with the dog that yeah with my dog um who is currently the love of my life um <laughs> but sort of figuring that out I mean he, my dog's super happy I've been taking him on a ton of walks um Aww. but it's just one of those things where you realize like oh man and again like I feel bad saying it because it's like I'm making it such like a oh poor me like I don't have my friends but it's also like dude every other student who just graduated mm-hmm. who is moving away from their college or moving away from their like hometown or wherever their high school friends were whatever like they're going through the exact same thing well on the flip side what do you think the best thing about being an adult is like now that you're out of college now that you have all this free time to just kind of really be you what what do you think is like the best thing to look forward to I think that like what I'm super excited for is I mean it sounds so lame but like getting into a new routine with like a new life you know Mm -hmm. and I think that like once I sort of find that position where I have a like, I have a job, hopefully have my own apartment. We'll see how that works out. Uh, <laughs> no roommates, Lord, I know don't you do can't it. can't see it, but the fingers are crossed for this one. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, sort of just figuring out, you know, what is my new routine going to be? Who's, like, what are my, I mean, what's, what is going to be my equivalent of Dark Horse Thursdays? Mm-hmm. Like, who am I going to find oh, that friend Dark group Horse. where I can go 
and go to the bars, go do stuff, just like hang out with people. Um, and I'm now realizing as I say it out loud that a lot of my social life seems to revolve around alcohol. But to be fair, I think that's what all other that's, 21 plus. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what being 22 is about. <laughs> yeah, that stupid Taylor Swift song, all that fun stuff. Um, <laughs> Side note, though, yeah, we tried the Fort Collins bars terrible would not recommend oh boy (laughs) they were so bad like the boulder bars it's like comparing like chanel to walmart like the people of the boulder bars are like you know as you know beautiful and athletic and like fun and zany and the fort collins bars it was like walking into a sewer full of carrots no it's so bad (laughs) oh no that that well that worries me too because like i think the boulder bars are super fun for like the next, like, the three months that you turn 21, yeah. like, right after you turn 21, you're like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. These bars mm-hmm. are so fun. And then you go to, like, bars in the city, like, in Denver, and you're like, oh, Denver's even better. Wait, yeah. Those are at, those are what bars are supposed to be. And it kills me, like, looking back on it. And I mean, I don't, I wouldn't change, like, our trade going to see yeah. you and, like, meeting the people that I did for anything. But, like, visiting, cult, like, visiting friends in other places, like, going to Austin and, like, Cal, like Cal Poly slow so San Luis Obispo mm-hmm. like gosh those are such fun bars and then it, you look back at Boulder bars and you're like bleh like why? and then Fort Collins is like under that if you go like 50 <laughs> feet of dirt underneath that there's the Fort Collins that. bars yeah. oh that was rough it was so rough um oh, but anyways uh well so speaking so talking about college what what was your favorite part of college um honestly I think just like the people I met I know that like I sound so sappy and like such a mom I mean quote and the mom friend kind of thing where it's like you realize like how important those people are to you and like how much time you like at least I benefit from being around people I recharge like I think I'm my best self or at least some some version of a presentable self um (laughs) when I'm like around my friends like going to go do stuff even if it's just like oh like do you want to go get dinner like Mm -hmm. quick little things like even just seeing that where I can see other people and not just have to like be in an apartment like just like doing homework or just like sort of in that space where you mm-hmm. can actually just like you can go do stuff you can be whoever you want I think that we benefited from sort of finding that group mm-hmm. um or at least I felt like I, did, I agree I think that yeah. that was like looking back on it I think just like the people too and even just like I don't know I thrive if I can like make friends in classes and I purposely like a lot of my classes I'm always sort of happy when I don't know anybody because then I like have to force myself to meet people Mm -hmm. and it's always super fun because then I end up with like friend groups that I would never have expected to like have and I mean like even in one of my campaigns classes like the last day we were all like we're going out like we're gonna go have fun like we should have been friends all semester well they said that I was like I invited you guys out no one wanted (laughs) to um but I think that just like overall sort of meeting people and finding those people whether or not like I know everyone says like oh you're gonna meet the people that are at your wedding, like your entire this is going to be at your wedding. And it's like, are those, I mean, like important life events. And I don't necessarily think that that like occurs for everyone. Not everyone is going to find like that massive group of like I agree. 15 I think that's overhyped. Like, yeah. I think that that sort of culture is very interesting to me. And I know that like a lot of it, not even, not, not at all to like neg on sororities, because I think that like a lot of times for a lot of women that really does foster mm-hmm. um, very positive relationships. But I think that like, if you're not part of that life or if you don't have like the like that big group of like however many girls it's like it's hard to be like oh well like this is gonna be all the people that are at my wedding I'm like dude I like have a lot of people that I met in college and I'm like you know I'm still friends with them regardless like not necessarily saying you're gonna be my wedding or anything Mm -hmm. um but 
sort of figuring out like, okay, like these are still people that I want to keep in my life or still want to talk to over social media, even if I'm not like going back to Boulder to visit them. Mm -hmm. That's fair. I I do think people though are always like, oh, like this is the the best time of your life. And like, you know, part of me can kind of see like, yeah, it's the time with the most freedom. It's the time where you're meeting the most people and you can be the most expressive. Most people when you're at a university. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't think it should be the peak of your life. You know, I mean, if that's peaking, then like, shit, you have another 80 years left. (laughs) Like, like, what are you going to do? I want to believe that that's like a really good part. But it's not like the best part. Mm -hmm. Because if that's the best part, I mean, I still I had a great time in college. But like, God, like, if that's the best part, then like, what else do I get to look forward to? Like, am I just going to be sitting back like my nightmare is like, those people who I mean, I was just talking to my mom about this, like people from like her high school and like that stuff where like she knows them. And it's like their college picture with them in like their football jersey. And it's just like, that's still their profile picture. Like, oh, that's cringy. And it's just like one of those things where I'm like, God, like, I hope I look back on it with fond memories. And like, I go to alumni games and go do stuff and like, go visit my college town. But I have no interest in being one of those people that just sits and is like, wow, every good thing I have now, I have to compare it to how great college was. Yeah, that I just, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's just kind of sad. When we went to the Fort Collins bars this past weekend, and like, we saw like a good 20 people from my high school. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, they're still here doing the exact same thing. Like they haven't grown past that. I don't know. I was just kind of like, oh, this is so sad. Just being stagnant is such a fear of mine because my goal is to always like, oh my God, what is that Disney movie? Meet the Robins, whatever it is. It's like, keep moving forward. Um, But like that kind of thing where it's like, you realize like, at least for me, and I mean, I can't like shame people who like, just that can't live like or can't afford to like get out of their college town or like don't want to. But like, if you, if you are presented with the opportunity to, and, like, you have the ability to and the capabilities to, like, get out. Like, go do stuff. Go explore. Like, I I mean, I can speak for myself. I don't know how many others I can speak for. Like, I don't have kids yet. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have... I haven't like, responsibilities. Into, I haven't fooled a guy into liking me enough to ma- marry me yet. <laughs> so, um, like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I literally have, like, so much freedom right now. Like, even once I get a job, like, being able to go do stuff on the weekends, being able to go, like, explore, like... Mm-hmm. Just get out and like go like experience things because you only have so many of those years left traditionally until like you sort of settle down. That's so true though. Um, but with that, what what do you want to explore next? Where, where do you want to be in the next six months? Oh God, hopefully employed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and income would be you will. really nice. You will. Um, I feel like I'm like that car that's almost at a gas where you're just like praying it gets you to the gas station. I'm like, well, you're like, come on, 14 cents that I have cover this. Like, I think it's one of those things where I'm hoping that like I'm in a position. I mean, again, I think it's a lot to ask for as a new grad to be like, I want my dream job right Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. especially in like the field of like PR and sort of these creative fields where you're saying like, there are so many different types of agencies and so many different things you can be doing. Do you want to take the agency path? Do you want to take a corporate path? Is the corporate path or the agency path that you're on the one that you want to be? Like if you're in tech now, like do you want to be in tech in a year, two years, five years, whatever? Like where do you want to be down the line? And so I think right now I'm just sort of saying like, I want to be in a position, hopefully, please God, let it be a full-time position. Um, I need them benefits. Um, <laughs> I need that 401k match. <laughs> literally, that exactly, yes. Um, and like, hopefully, I can be sitting there in a position where 
I mean, it's like probably such a millennial whatever thing to say. Like, oh, I hope I'm making a difference. But like, rather, I hope that I'm gaining valuable experience Mm -hmm. that I can move forward with. Because my biggest fear is just being in a position like I've had internships where it's like I just sit there and I'm feeling like, oh, I didn't like really learn anything from that. Like I got to go to a few meetings and like learn stuff from that. But like the overall experience didn't seem very valuable to me. And my biggest fear is like being in a position where I feel like I'm like wasting my time. Oh, so true. And just like not or like not being productive or like not learning new skills because I would love to be in a position where people are challenging me to do stuff and they're like, hey, like you don't know how to, I'm just going to throw it out, like pitch media Mm -hmm. to like in this certain way. I'm like, no, please like show me how to do this. Show me like what I need to do so that I can learn how to do that and do that on my own and like add that to my repertoire, you know? Mm -hmm. And where do you want to be personally? So professionally, obviously like employed, good job, like but personally, like, is there new skills you want to learn, new things you want to try, um, or things that you're just looking to overcome? Um, I think, I don't know, it's very interesting considering myself as, like, post-grad now, mm-hmm. because now it's like, okay, I don't have that excuse of, like, oh, well, I'm in college. Like, I can essentially, like, endlessly drink. Like, I'm, it's one of those things where you realize, <laughs> like, oh, you're not invincible. Like, you're gonna have to be on a full schedule hope like hopefully working closer to 40 hours but realistically working more than that a week and sort of realizing like those sort of days of freedom where you're on your like you get to be on your own funky schedule and do your own thing and like do that like that's like realistically it's over but like that doesn't mean the fun necessarily has to stop but it has to change I think Mm -hmm. and evolve and so I mean personally like it's one of those things where I mean everyone always says like oh I want to get fit And I Mm -hmm. think for me, it's a big personal thing because I know that, like, the high after, like, getting a really good workout is, like, unbeatable to me, which sounds so lame now that I say it out loud. No, Um, no, you're good. Getting a good workout, like, all the endorphins and whatever that, like, are sort of coursing through, you realize, like, you know, I feel good, I feel strong, whatever. And just sort of getting to that point where, like, I feel super strong because I think Mm -hmm. that, like, I know my mental state is so affected by, like, working out. And mm-hmm. like being active. I mean, it's so true though. Working out. I know that. I say being <laughs> active because I want to exclude hiking. Um, <laughs> Jenny hates hiking. She only I, went on two hikes her entire time at CU Boulder. Which is probably like sacrilegious and I understand, but also I have the knees of an 80-year-old man. Um, <laughs> and I would like to I would like to submit that as my case. Um, my sister asked me if I want to go hiking. I'm like, I want a long walk. I'm fine with that. Well, see, some hikes can be long walks. Gone. That's the thing. It's like, I'm down for that. But I think that, like, being in that position where I was like, oh, good God, this is the largest incline. And I am like, the first hike I went on at CU, <gasps> that was oh, rough. That was so bad. I literally just moved from California. So I went from 27 feet above sea level to a mile above sea level. And it was two days after I'd done that. So guess whose lungs weren't a working? Um, but I almost passed out on the trailhead. But, you know, I was she like, made oh, it. that's my secret to share. But I'm talking on a podcast. So never mind. What, um, what would yeah. be your what is what is your piece of life advice that you'd want to share with other 20 somethings? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like part of it's just like, don't put so much pressure on yourself to like, I don't know, like, live up to this. Like, I mean, I think it's important to like set goals for yourself but I think they need to be like oh, god this is like my school part coming out where it's like set a smart goal 
Um, but like is it timely like you know that like you can attain and like set one for yourself that says like okay by the end of like a realistic amount of time i would like to be able to do i would like to be able to just straight run however many miles Mm -hmm. or just like setting goals for yourself that like are realistic and not being super disappointed like or like not i don't know just not maybe like i mm, I sound so weird as I'm trying no. to think this out because it's, I mean, this is like the realistic part of life where you're sitting there and you're thinking it out going like, I don't really know what to expect next. Like, I don't really mm-hmm. know what's going on. And I think that like my goal for myself right now, and I like, I tell my little sister this like all the time, like healthy stress is okay. Like mm-hmm. I know when people are like, oh, are you stressed? And I'm like, well, yeah, like I'm stressed about this thing. Like I need to get this done. It's on my to-do mm-hmm. list. Like the clock's a ticking. Mm-hmm. But at the same time also like, it's that stress that kind of keeps me don't like keeps me going, but also like realizing like when that stress becomes negative stress, like how much of an impact that has on you physically, how your body reacts to it, how you react to it as a person, and then and therefore like reflect that on others. Like I know when I'm stressed, I like am like just like snappy snappy at people, and it's mm-hmm. not great. Um, and I would just like be mindful of like where healthy stress is in your life, and then doing what you can to avoid negative stress whether it is like working out or like getting that stress out versus like something important like if you violently hate your job like see if there are ways to fix that or to change or like take a different direction I don't know I mean it sounds so idealistic to be like well like Mm -hmm. if you don't like this just change it um and I think it also comes from a large place of privilege like be realizing like oh like if I like don't want to do this like I can figure out ways to like sort of evolve or adapt to it um but I don't know just sort of like I don't know just do (laughs) that quote from the beginning like do what inspires you like do stuff that makes you happy and sort of go from there Mm -hmm. I don't know that doesn't seem like it's no it's good it's useful useful life advice because I think that it sounds so like hippy dippy maybe my time at boulder has follow your dreams (laughs) dreams shoot for the stars like all the things that are like the hang in there, baby, with the little cat. I love those. My boyfriend says that I have to take them down, but I, I like those kinds of things. <laughs> I still have That's- the one that you got me two years ago that says she believed she could and she did. <laughs> there we go. I feel like that's like, I was like, you know what? That's cute. That reminds me of Bailey. Like, it's like nice. It's and pretty happy. on brand. And it's pretty. Um, um, but yeah, I don't know. Just like being happy with yourself and like that, just like being happy with yourself. I think is super important. Like, yeah, there's always things I wish I could change. Like one of those things where I'm like, oh, I wish like I was thinner. I wish that I worked out like whatever. But it's like, okay, there's only so many things I can change about myself. Like, oh, you know, like, yes. Do I wish I was gorgeously tan all year round? Same. Yes. That is not a question. It is a statement. I do wish that. However, I realize like, okay, I am not that. I have to accept that fact. Move forward with that. And like, <laughs> just be realistic about like what you can change, like what makes you feel good. I don't know. That no, kind that's of fair. stuff. But in terms of, um, on the flip side, tangible advice, since you were a peer career advisor, you're in the mm-hmm. job hunt right now. What are some tips for job hunting and interviewing that you could pass on to some of our listeners who are also in that same boat? I think for me, I've like, it's a, been a very humbling experience to like have to apply for jobs and get like no's from jobs because obviously, I mean, no one likes getting a we regret to inform you that we've moved forward with another candidate. Like, that sucks. That mm-hmm. sucks to get. But, like, realizing that, like, there will be a job and you have to kind of keep pushing and, like, be active about it, mm-hmm. I think is one thing that I've realized. Like, 
be active with it because you just sitting there like, oh, this thing will fall onto my plate. Like, I know there's that whole thing of like, well, if you're active, if you're too actively searching it out, maybe it's just relationships. It's like, oh, if it's too, if you're actively searching it out, it'll never happen. Like you won't find it. Mm -hmm. You won't find it. But it's also like, you need to be proactive with your own life and like take the steps that you need to, to put yourself in a position where you're setting yourself up for success and like putting your best foot forward with that and realizing like, okay, yeah, like I am the last person who wants to go ask for help and like have people review my resume, but like realizing, oh, like here's, I've been staring at this piece of paper for so long. Like what do other people think that I could like improve upon or do that stuff? And I think just being open to like finding those opportunities and also using smart resources. I know for me, like I just like in general, I think there's certain job websites for certain positions or even like recruiting places. Like if you don't know what you're doing and it's like, especially for me, it's been super helpful for me to like talk to recruiters who are in the area, like for like staffing companies who mm-hmm. sort of sort you out and get you connected with companies. Like that's been super hel- helpful, eh, helpful for me because I don't have any contacts in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And so sort of setting myself up saying, okay, you know, yeah, I don't want to, I don't love asking for help from recruiters like that. It's just one of those things where I'm like, I don't like it. I want to do it all on my own. Um, mm-hmm. but, but you need to seek help. Like it's important. Exactly. And I don't think like most people don't realize like, you know, 90% of jobs are found through networking. If you're not using your network and you're not seeking advice from other people in the industry, like, yeah, no one's, no one's probably going to give you a job. Like exactly. you need to be able to talk to people and figure out what's what. And if someone can vouch for you, that speaks so much more volume than like just your resume. Yeah. Having those referrals is always awesome. Definitely. And then, um, so has your experience been positive, negative? Did you feel like CU set you up to be able to interview and job hunt properly? I I think, I, I don't know. There's, there's like, again, I love my university or old university. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know the appropriate thing for being like, I'm a new grad. Yeah, like two weeks ago um, sort of terminology because I don't yet feel like I'm old enough to feel like an alumni. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think that there's certain aspects that I definitely wish the university had improved upon, like really teaching you sort of like those skills. And I think that sort of searching out how that's going to work is really different. Um, I think getting like I lucked out because I had good teachers and good advisors Mm -hmm. who really set me up for success and showed me like, hey, here's what that people in that industry are going to look for that they don't necessarily tell you that. Mm -hmm. But they're really looking for it. Like with PRSSA, it's like having that on a resume when you're going into the field of PR or sort of that scope of creative, like creative field, mm-hmm. it is so, so valuable. But like no one else would think it was like, oh, it's a club, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool. You look like you were involved in school, but actually saying like, no, I was part of PRSSA, which is a nationally, I guess now technically internationally recognized association. Like that is so valuable mm-hmm. to have on there. Um. I don't know. Definitely. I mean, I yeah, no, associations are make a huge difference. Exactly. And I also just think that, like, I wish that for the, like, the wider scope of people that there had been more opportunities for people to learn how to do, like, all of the resume stuff. I lucked out because I worked in career services mm-hmm. and was involved with that. So I knew, okay, like, here's the tips and tricks for resumes, cover letters, LinkedIn, like, all those kind of things. But, like, people who don't have the time to go in or like don't have the time to go sit at a presentation or don't get a presentation in class, like they're automatically at sort of a disadvantage with that. Like unless they know someone mm-hmm. who is in career services or have parents who work that stuff, um, I think it's very it's tricky. different. So I wish that there had been, like looking back on it, like 
for other people sort of more of an opportunity to learn how to do that stuff even if it was just like a one semester class that like every every freshman had to take at the beginning like learn how to do this stuff so you can move forward and like get the skills that you need along with like how to do my taxes because i'm still not 100 percent oh on that. yeah no shout out TurboTax, sponsor the pod like <laughs> one of those things where it's like please please like i need to learn how to do that stuff i need to like Oh, it's like all those things are like, oh my God, I don't actually know how to be an adult. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm still not entirely sure. I'm just kind of taking it day by day. Yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much how it is. I'm like, I'm doing stuff and like my parents will look at me sometimes and be like, what is, why did you do that? Like, I don't know, it made sense in my head, but I see how that doesn't make sense to you. And you're like, Like, and now it seems ridiculous and I don't know why I did it. really (laughs) dumb. Damn it. Like that kind of stuff where you're realizing like, oh God, like. People who have experience doing this stuff are looking at you like you're crazy. You're like, oh, maybe I should listen to that. Well, and I never know, like, if I'm actually, like, an idiot or if, or if like, this is the time where, like, you don't know anything, so you're trying to learn and people, like, understand that. I, I think that's definitely a big part of it is sort of realizing, like, you're not going to get everything perfect that first try, but also realizing, like, grow from being, a, like, a dummy. Like, I think <laughs> college you have, like, at least, like... Yeah, like, you know, can maybe, be an idiot. Yeah, maybe it's the culture, like, not necessarily... Not, like, the culture of CU, but just, like, sort of... Just being in, like, at a large university that, like, like with that same kind of culture, it's very much, like, you know, mess up now. Like, be it, be an idiot now. So mm-hmm. You can learn in the future to not be an idiot. Um, and, like, do dumb stuff. Like, do stuff that, like, could endanger you. Like, that kind of stuff. And then you realize, like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, like... I need to be more mindful of that because it's not like that anymore. Yeah, and like people expect things from you and you have responsibilities and it's just it's it's definitely different. Exactly. And also like realizing like the flexibility that teachers provide you with sometimes is not flexibility that's going to be there in the real world. Like when teachers Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, you don't you don't turn something deadline. in your toast. Exactly. It's it's interesting for sure, but um It's weird. Cool. It's so weird. what a so if somebody had to ask you, what is the story if Jenny Sherwood, what would your answer be to wrap this up? Oh boy, like the life story? Yeah, like what do you want your story to be? What do you want your legacy to be? Oh, I get it. Um, huh. I think my goal is to just be someone in people's lives. Like I like realistically, like, we all have career goals, but I have no idea where that path's going to go. I have no idea where I'm going to be. Like, mm-hmm. I would like to say, oh, in six months, I'll be doing X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But I think my goal at this point is to just, like, make an impact in people's lives and, like, be someone that they, like, A, feel like they can call, like, at any time of night. I mean, my friend literally called me at, like, 2 a.m. last night. And I was like, oh, someone's calling, answer. Um, and I don't know whether that's, like, the mom part of me or just whatever. But um, I think just, like, being someone, like, that people know that they can, like, A, have a good time around. Like, I love that. Like, I thrive off of, like, people smiling and laughing even if I'm being an idiot, like, at mm-hmm. the at the stake, like, at the sake of, for the sake of that. Like, someone that people feel comfortable around that they feel like they can talk to and not be judged by, that, like, they can seek help, seek advice, um, and just sort of have a good time around and feel like, okay, you know, like, that made my day my something better because Mm -hmm. I always I try to go out of my way to like make sure that like I'm nice to people I do my best like obviously sometimes I'm a little snappy alligator at some people um but I also think that it's just important to like I don't know be not just be nice to people 
I know that sounds so lame, but it's like I think for me, like that's what that's I so true. Do. Just like be be a good person in other people's lives. And I mean, I think a lot of times people just forget that. You know, it's not that people don't want to be good, but a lot yeah, of times we, some, we forget well, I, it. I think it's really easy to prioritize like all of your issues and say, you know, my problems are so much worse than everybody else's. Like, and mm-hmm. yeah, like I get that. Like, trust me, I am so like that sometimes where I'm like, listen, no one else in the entire universe that is that has ever or will ever exist like is having a harder time than I am right now Mm -hmm. and it's so easy to get stuck in that and just be like meh and then like take that out on other people but I think it's so important that you just like realize like okay like maybe turn that down a notch like (laughs) in the grand scheme of things in the grand scheme of things me like missing this one thing or forgetting about this or messing this one thing up is not gonna like be the end of the world for me Mm mm-hmm well, great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Miss Sherwood. Um, and guys, there will be a blog up this week. There might be two. We'll see if our lovely guest wants to do a guest blog. Um, and then the and Miss Anne might as well if she can if she gets enough Wi-Fi. And then you expect one from me as well. I do not know what the theme will be this week, but uh, there will be something. So you can see me try my hand at comedy writing. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. Well, thank you guys so much. If you have any questions for Jenny, um, you can find her on Twitter. I believe she is. Are you Jenny on the block on Twitter? No, I think that's my screen name. Let me pull it up because I am. Sure. Are you sure would? I think so. So it's like, like, sure would. Like, oh, I sure would love to do that. Um, And then an underscore. I'm going to plug that. Shameless plug if you like sports memes and me trying to be funny. Um. I am. She's Sherwood got a pretty good underscore. Twitter. Oh, thank you. I tried it. I curate it for my fans. Um, but yeah, Sherwood <laughs> on that on Instagram on I don't know. I don't think I have any other social media platforms. That that young Snapchat. But uh, yes. You know, people don't. Need I don't it. need that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, the people don't need my stupid stuff on Snapchat. But the Twitter's pretty funny. I will admit, the Twitter's got some good stuff on it. Good content. Good quality curated content. Um, But yes, thank you so much for joining us. Um, And I'm glad everyone got to meet other best friend, Miss Sherwood here. Um, If you have any questions, please hit us up in the comments. Um, And that is all, assuming I know how to get it on all of our usual platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, etc. Tune in to find out if Bailey was able to do all of that. If not, it'll just be on the website. So uh, thank you guys and ramble on.